Rin. Ow. Would you start every podcast off by hitting me, you prick? <laughs> hey, schleps, get it on. There may be, there may be swearing. Oh, I haven't done my speech. Um, yeah, welcome to this podcast where we talk about stuff. Is that it? That's pretty much it, yeah. Yeah, we, <clears throat> we've been off for the last two weeks because holidays and stuff. Well, you've been on holidays. I've been on holidays. Yeah, it was great. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going on holidays after Comic-Con. Are you? Yeah. Where are you going? I'm staying in a fucking wagon somewhere. There's a line in there for jokes, but I like humor, so I'm not going to say anything. No, I'm no wagon with the wagon. You said it. Yeah. You got in there. Okay. Yeah, well, I did in the first place. It's probably, it's probably <coughs> yeah. the trouble. That's, that's the start of it all. Um, so we're going away, and we're staying in this retreat. Um, made the mistake of letting my daughter pick the holiday. She was like, she wants to stay. Go glamping, basically. Yeah. But we're staying in what can only be described as the wanderly fucking wagon. Nice. It's a three bedroom or three <coughs> bed wagon in this pseudo hippie commune type place where there's no technology. You're going to kill somebody. I'm going to fucking murder everybody there. There's literally going to be a <coughs> massacre. Of- oh, yeah. So we're, we're going glamping. We're doing, we're doing that and then we're staying in a hotel somewhere as well. So just to kind of placate me, I think, afterwards. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so that's Oh, wow. Fun. Are you allowed to bring your mobile phone and shit? Are you allowed to do any of that stuff? Nope. Is it just full on off the grid? Guy incognito for a couple of days, yeah. There's nothing. To, tell you, man, I did that in London. It was great. I kind of stayed you went off. incognito in London. I I stayed That's off. Not off the grid. That is like literally the dictionary definition of the grid. Yeah, is fucking London. Well, like. I was fighting for the it's users. Fucking London. It's fucking London. I didn't use my phone as much as I usually would. I didn't post consistently on social media. I think I posted like two things in the whole time I was there. That's not disconnected, mine. But I was that's, that's a one foot in the water. You're kind of you're dipping. No, I dipped. I dipped my toe in twice, and that was it. And then I that's didn't. Cheating. You know. But no, it was a case of everything else was just spent the time. Me and me and Irene just did our thing, and it was phenomenal. Had a great time. Didn't didn't answer emails. Answered very few messages. It was great. Um, went around, did a lot of cool shit and stuff like that. Yeah, um, like what cool shit? I did the the Harry Potter. Thing. We did the Harry Potter um, studio. We'd be, we'd been there twice before, but they put a, 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 apparently actually we didn't notice that we got there. I knew that I knew that added more stuff since the last time we were there. So we were like, we're going to go see this extra shit. But the Monday that we arrived, we went in on the, on the Wednesday of last week. On the Monday of last week, they started a whole new section, opened up a whole new section of it to the public. So we literally got it fresh enough two days in. Um, phenomenal, like it was great before. Phenomenal improvement now. Um, if you're a big Harry Potter fan, I highly recommend you do it. It's well worth the money. I know it's expensive. If you look at online, it's like something like £95 a ticket Fucking hell. for an adult to go. And you just but, walk around the place. But you what you have you walk in as soon as you walk in. Do you have like a fucking house elf showing you around the place? You don't. But you can do. They what? have staff that do guided tours. Um Are they dressed like house elves? They're not dressed That'd like house elves. Um but what you can't the way the door just smack him with a sock. Like <laughs> it. Somebody is giving Toby a sock. <laughs> um when you go in as soon as you're in the place, you're in it for as long as you're in it. You can go stay there all day. All right. Um, there's a record of some of the guy went in at 10 a.m. in the morning. He came out at 10 a.m. at 10 p.m. at night. <clears throat> wow. That's, he was in there 12 hours. But it's all of the sets. Did you get like pee breaks? Yeah, there's toilets and facilities in there. Oh, it's like a snack bar? It's like, a snack bar the whole oh, lot. Oh, daddy. Yeah, butter did they beer. Do like, I was going to say, they, they do, do like butter, butter beer the whole lot. Like, yeah. yeah. Butter beer had that in when I was in Florida. That's the works. They do the works. And um, Did they have a Tollivanders? They have an Ollivanders, um, but you don't go into it. I keep saying Tollivanders because my head I keep thinking Tolliver. Yeah. Because I'm constantly in Deadpool. 
Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, it, all Avengers. All Avengers. Um, they don't. They have like it's literally what the one in the UK is. It's the sets from the film. So it's the official sets from the movie that are now done in a kind of a walkabout way. That oh, you so they break the sets them. down and then put them back up. So they, the sets have been broken and it's in the studio where it's from. It's in Levinson Studios that you go out oh, to right. in Watford. You go to the studios where it's on the back lot, but they have a whole section of it now that's dedicated to just to, for the Warner Brothers back lot in Levinson to Harry Potter. That's fucking genius. And it's the, you start off and you're brought into a, into a cinema and you watch a, a movie of Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grint saying they spent 10 years of their lives on this set. Um, it was phenomenal. They grew up here, blah, blah, blah. Now the screen moves to say, we're going to now bring you into what the set was. <laughs> see, see behind that yoke there, that's where I went for a sneaky piss between yeah. takes. Like. Yeah, that's where I had my first kiss or my first snog behind the bike shed over there. <laughs> like, thing. But they say, come, come with us now into Hogwarts and the, the screen, cinema screen lifts up and it's the door to the Great Hall behind oh, cool. the screen. And you go in, the double doors open out and you're in the Great Hall. And that's where the you start. The double doors open up, like. Yeah, the double doors open up. <laughs> and you're in the great Potter puns. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it's, and you walk around the set, you could spend, uh, we, we were in there three, three and a half hours. Cool. And you wander around the whole thing. and there's, so there's the loads Chamber of the, Secrets and all that kind of stuff. There's all that shit's in there. Like, it's loads of cool stuff. And it's well worth the money. Like I said, we've been three times now, and every single time there's something new at it. Cool. You know? You do spend your, like, the second time we went over, Irene spent a ridiculous amount of money in the shop afterwards because there is and a is it the same kind of tag you get everywhere else or is it like specific tag for that it's specific world of Harry Potter stuff that you can only get there okay. now they do have an online shop that you can order the stuff from as well but this is direct from the source basically yeah and they do have some of the stock as well from the Universal Studios one as well oh cool because Irene got the travel mug which is like the joy the biggest travel mug the world has ever seen <laughs> it's fucking huge it's like American size super size travel mug yeah but it's a Slytherin travel mug because she's had, she got sorted into Slytherin which she's very proud of and um, she got a few other bits and bobs but the second time we went she spent stupid money like she it was her money she spent on what she wanted to buy yeah she's we're now people that show we can't know and she's a huge Harry Potter fan uh, as well you know because she's got you've gotten stuff for her yep and she I got you something as well you got me something as well you <laughs> prick um, I have a horrible phobia of rats and Doc and Jay <laughs> When my daughter was born, went to the trouble of getting a giant-sized scabbers for... It's a plush scabbers. He's a, cute. Yeah, they had him there <laughs> with all the other animals as well that you can now get in plush form. But, um, yeah, we went there and we had a fucking fantastic time. So m- much fun. And I'm, I'm a Harry Potter fan. I like the movies. I love the books. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's it, it's an enjoyable franchise. I'm really, really... like I'm, I'm not... No qualms against anything, anyone against it at all. Really, really good. Sad, like, to be honest... When I first heard about it, it was like kind of this looks like a load of shite. And then I watched it with my daughter and I'm like, holy shit, this is actually really fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Like I'm, like, I'm not into it. It's a very line the witch the wardrobe kind of that kind of vibe to it. Like. It does, you know, it does um, kind of siphon off other fans. Like, I mean, there's a the creature oh, yeah. in the Chamber of Secrets that's uh, a giant spider, is straight up Shelob mm-hmm. from Lord of the Rings. Yep. Um, like, there's not, and they've actually added that to the show now in, in, in Levinson Studios giant fuck off spider the giant fuck off spiders yeah. it's the fruit and forest and you go into the fruit and forest and you look up then you just hear nope and the spiders drop from the ceiling actually what would scare me more is if they had the centaurs um, there's a centaur there nope. in the fruit and forest that do you lie a white because they hairy ate that young one in that. they did yeah, yeah well, she got dragged she off and she got probably deserved off. it uh, nobody deserves that man nobody deserved to be dragged off by Umbridge a- Umbridge might have she fought them off as well, so fair. She gets a lot of props for like getting out of there. She's a wagon. Doesn't matter. Um, she, she fought off a rake, a rapey fucking centaurs, man. Um, do you lie awake at night wondering why centaurs have two rib cages? No. 
Not even doesn't even bother me. No. Yeah. It's a nope. weird thing. No. Nope. Two rib cages. Yeah. No, I get that. It's more the fact that they hairy a people over barrels. They get you good and drunk, and then they try over barrel, and then they do you. You're st- are you speaking from life experience? Go to the London Museum. I suppose you didn't notice that when you were there. Did you go to the London Museum, the National History Museum? Yeah. Okay. You know where they have the the Parthenon? They have the yeah. replica of the Parthenon. You only go up the steps, and there's another. But that's not replica. That's where they stole. Like there's a the whole thing about the London okay, Museum. Sorry. They stole all that yeah. shit. Well, <clears throat> the reliefs that are on the wall. Yeah. When you go up the stairs, that little bit with all the reliefs up there, that's all the depictions of the centaurs raping people. Mm. And it's not even kind of a, a, a implicate or like um, suggestive. You can see. One, they're there giving a guy a load of beer, and then the next is a barrel, and he's bent over it, and the centaurs up on him. Mm-hmm. So the centaurs, in mythology, would get you drunk and ride the shite out of you. That's terrifying. Yeah. Right? Whatever about fucking sirens luring you to your doom, right? They get you hairy ape and ride, or they get you drunk and then they hairy ape the shit out of you. They've got whopper horse cocks, man. That would fucking destroy people. <laughs> right? Yeah, would you? Fuck that noise. That's why centaurs terrify me. Because of all the things in mythology, like, say the whole thing about the fucking, the, the Minotaur, was mm. he got out and his whole shtick was hairy aping people. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. Ask Alan Moore, that's the best way to put terror in a story, is have someone hairy aped. Oh no, and, um, that's it. Like, it's, it is, it's a, it's a horrible plot device to have, because it is the, the, the highest violation there could be. But that's all centaurs do, that's literally all they do is get you drunk and rape you. Yeah. So that's why centaurs scare the shit so, out of me. Yeah, centaurs are kind of an analogy for modern day man, really. Well, our goalers should get too drunk and rape you. No, but there's a lot of that that goes on. There is, but I wouldn't say it's an analogy for modern man. That's a broad sweep. But I think that's what mate. that's what centaurs were for. They were an analogy for for uh, for oh the lust and the animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they that's what they were. Okay, I get maybe that's a better way of putting it rather than just modern man fucking tearing every single yeah, fucking modern sure. dude out there. Yeah, not all men as a fucking <laughs> four legged, two armed fucking hairy sure. apist. Like. Two two rib caged motherfucker. Yeah, but no, that that's what centaurs were an analogy for the animalistic nature of man. As a horse. As a horse. Getting people drunk. And then raping them. You do realise though, in all the images of rape, it's men getting violated. It was also Greek. It's Greek mythology. I'm just saying. It's the Greeks. There's very little ladies getting done in They rode everything in Greece. Centaurs did everything except ladies. They had form. (laughs) Well, maybe the ladies were just too smart for them. Mm -hmm. They're onto that game. We're going to get you drunk. No, Mr. Horsey, I've seen how this ends. Good yeah. Luck. I've seen the reliefs on the walls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I walk by the Parthenon. Your tricks are going to work. Yeah. I see that's, your that's tricks. That's a very strategically placed keg of beer on its side. Fuck you, son. Yeah. Um, so London was great. And Harry Potter was great. How the fuck did we end up on Centaur Rape? Out of Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I mean an ice cream to try and placate myself here because I'm all terrified and scared now. Yeah. Um, had a great time went to see Hamilton went to see Midsummer's Night's Dream there was no centaurs <laughs> in either of those shows um, yeah it was, London's a cracking place fucking warm as balls but yeah it was yeah, good no, it's been pretty fucking hot man yeah. I'm not liking this heat at all no like it's handy I'm able to stay in here out of the sun out of the direct sunlight but I'm still fucking dying yeah, 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 yeah. you need air con um, mm-hmm. I, so I've missed I've missed we've missed the last two weeks recording because obviously I was away and then yeah. there was a lot of shit happening so um, there's a lot of good comics came out though. Oh yeah, um, I've got four in front of me that I'm very, I'm very much, three I'm very much looking forward to reading, and the other one is issue four of a run that I'm really enjoying. Two of them I can, couldn't agree with you more. They're fucking fantastic books. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and the two of them are. We have the Batman Curse of the White Knight book one. 
by Sean Gordon Murphy or Sean Sean Murphy now he's dropped the middle bit. Uh, yeah, Sean Murphy or Sean. Sean Gordon. Murphy with and then Matt Hollingsworth on colours. Um, fucking amazing. The money is in the book. You can see they definitely pumped a bit of cash into this. The cover is yeah. nice and shiny. It's embossed. It's embossed. That's an embossed cover. Um, That's next level fucking cover shit right there. So this is the follow on from the uh, the last book that he did. Somebody actually came in and said, "Do I do I need to have read White Knight to read this book?" And was like. Okay, number one, no, you don't really have to. But number two, why the fuck haven't you? Yeah. If you're a Batman fan, man, you owe it to yourself to read the, that book. I mean, there, just... were, there were parts of the story that was kind of like, okay, that's a bit draggy in the first one. I was like, yeah. but the art, you can't fault the art. No. The, art the idea that Batman's the bad guy the whole yeah, yeah. is brilliant. Um, but the way Gordon Murphy draws these characters is just so unreal. Mm-hmm. Like, unreal. And it's, 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 saying it's definitely bang your Gotham by gas mode off. Yeah, the the Batman costume, the bad outfit has a kind of a uh, Gotham by Gaslight feel, for sure. It's almost like a modernized version of it. Like. Yeah, he's got like a, a kind of a little the cowl or the the cowl has a not sorry the cape has a collar. Yeah, it's almost is, um what's that one you play with the fucking dudes in the Cthulhu type stuff video game where the dudes fighting things and it's all Nightborn something born what is it? Um, Bloodborne. Yeah, Bloodborne. It's almost Bloodborne esque with the little collar. Yeah. Um, the beautiful thing about this book and I mean this issue one has been out what now two weeks two weeks two um, weeks. spoilers if you haven't read it um, you're forewarned if you haven't read it spoilers spoilers um, is that Azriel is making a comeback oh in that's this. not a spoiler don't worry he's on the variant cover it's he's obvious. on the variant cover oh, is he you can't miss the fucking yeah thing. so but this it's just the imagery is fucking unreal it's whopper um and it's like the Joker's got some again the Joker's playing his tricks in it I love the way the Joker's wearing a Batman t-shirt that's and the Joker's amazing. wearing a Batman t-shirt yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool um, so that's ba- Batman Curse Curse of the White Knight then we have Blade Runner 2019 um, comic book continuation it's a comic book series by Titan Comics um, I've been really looking forward to this for a long time it was announced a while ago Yeah, did not disappoint um, it's actually really really enjoyable yeah and it's I was, remember talking to David Leach at Dublin, Co- Dublin Comic Con back in March about this book and I was telling him I'm really looking forward to it and he was actually surprised because he didn't know whether he didn't know how to gauge the fact that a Blade Runner comic how it would sit with the purists of Blade Runner and the thing with Blade Runner I find is, is that we need more yeah content I think we, most of the purists that I know anyway personally for Blade Runner they're very accepting of new stuff like the new movie it might have been divisive to a lot of people but I really enjoyed it was it? it. yeah well, there's a lot of people kind of kicking off about it like we get all sorts of opinions in here but you get like sci-fi fans anywhere kind of bitching and moaning about it but every Blade Runner fan bar I think one enjoyed the absolute shite I love that new movie yeah I love the lead up to it as well I love what they did they did the whole Matrix thing where they had the anime part of it then they had the shorts as well the, the, the lead into it like the three shorts right. that led into it and there was an anime short that was beautifully done same team that worked on the Animatrix Um no, I'm, I'm all for more Blade Runner stuff. I remember when that Blade Runner game came out in 97. That was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And at that time, that was the only sequel we had. Um, and that was a cracking PC game. A really, really good game. It's a point-and-click adve- yeah. adve- adventure story. Fucking top-notch. And now that we're getting Blade Runner comics, yeah, fuck yeah, sign me up. It's whopper. Sign me the fuck up. Um, then we have um, Critical Role Vox Machina, or, uh, Vox, Vox Machina Origins 2. Wow. Um, it's the continuation of the Critical Role comic book series based off their first campaign um, with Vox Machina. D&D is so fucking shit hot at the moment. It's ridiculous. Isn't it? Everybody's playing fucking D&D. Yep. Near's me sitting waiting for my Slay Industries version too. Please. But yeah, no, the, this, the, this, this, the first comic book series, I, uh, I got them um, and they're really good fun. It's ba- it, like you don't even, 
have to have watched any of the stuff because it's just a good D D story. It's the or it's like as the name the title suggests, it's the origin of these characters. So series one gives you the origin of the characters because in the initially when they oh, gives you the origin of the origin of the group you mean like of the group and the yeah. characters in the group because Critical Role when they first started the Vox Machina campaign which was the first campaign they did two years ago that campaign was their personal campaign they'd been running at home mm-hmm. and then somebody from Geek and Sundry said why don't you tell why don't you put this on Twitch and stream the fucking thing you're all famous voice actors people would love to see you guys playing D&D and then it took off so they just jumped into the campaign. Oh, where it was. Midway. Right. Or to a point, to a certain point where it was. But they had an intro video done explaining who the characters were. Oh, and some shit they got up to. Kind and of. stuff that they got up to and how they met each other. Oh, cool. But they didn't go fully into it. Right. So these comics are those stories. How they all met each other. So the first six, which are all really good, and you can get them all on, I think you can get them eventually on... They're, they were originally it's a collected edition. Yeah, we can get it. There's a collected edition. Have it upstairs, no, actually. Do you, if you have it, put it in my stash because I don't. I don't think it's no. I don't think it's out yet. I thought you got volume one. I didn't get volume. No, I got it. See, this is the thing. Initially, over here, yeah. you could only get it on Comixology. Oh, they right. never so, well, actually. No, it's probably on order. I live in yeah. this in this weird sort of, I suppose, where in this time stream where everything is now. Yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, that's yeah. coming soon or that's gone. Everything exists in this sort of ball of ether of yeah, we have it in stock. Why not? So you literally are living the wibbly wobbly time you want me like yeah, um, so the initially a time lord. maybe in this <laughs> in, in, in Ireland outside of the US actually even in the US because you could only get it in print at conventions and in limited runs oh cool because it was a, it, it's with Dark Horse I kind of kept it a bit more kind of exactly collector-ish like, so the original print runs of this I'm sure there's a bit of a value to them but yeah like that one thing that you didn't pick up when you were over in England you bollocks yeah I should have I should have rang you and told you and then oh, you would have convinced me Oh. They probably still have it. I could probably ring them and say, "Put send it to me." How much was it? Thirty five quid. Oh, you prick! First edition Slay Industries. Yeah. Oh. Now first edition or second edition? First edition. Oh yeah. I nearly swear it was first edition. Well, okay. Were all the pages floating around the place? What do you mean? Like if the problem with Slay Industries Volume One, the binding was so bad. No, you literally looked it was. At it it looked pretty new. Away. The cover was the dude with the kind of the jack o' lantern head. That's part. That's two. That's two. Is it? Oh, okay, that's alright then. Maybe it's not so bad. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, the critical of Vox Machina books when they were originally printed, they were only printed in short runs. Right. You can only get them outside of that on Comicsology's digital comics. They okay. Did, they didn't do full print runs, right. but then they became ridiculously <coughs> popular. So I know what it probably was when they've announced series two. They probably released book one. In print form, then that's what they did, but it, it's been released, but it hasn't hit the stores yet. Yeah, as far as I'm aware, I will find that out while you waffle about it. Yeah, so um, this, 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 the first series were six issues, told the origin story of the group, and now this is the continuation of that, where there's still a lot of origin story to tell, and they're bringing. I think it's another six issue run, and it's yeah, this one is the search for Grog, and it's really good. This is the Travis Willingham character, um. Really, really good stuff. It's 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 story is by Matthew Mercer, who's the DM <laughs> and the writer of the actual games oh, that they play. Oh, sorry, cool. What? Yeah, I suppose that would make a bit of sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, and then but the script is done by Jody Hauser, with art by Olivia Sampson, and colors by Masic. Um, it's Fiona Staples is doing the cover art. Oh well, then yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, October sixteenth is when the uh, trade. The, vol- is the trade. Well, I'm yes. down for that, but um, like like you said, D and D is huge at the moment. Everyone's playing it. Yeah. And it's, it's come back in a massive, massive way. Oh, Whopper, man. Um, I still blame Stranger Things. Yeah, no, Stranger Things has got a lot to do with it. And it was the catalyst. Like, the word, like, Will Wheaton and Stranger Things are my two... They're yeah. the two sparks that fired off this whole big bang. Like, 
Yeah, and as we've said before on this podcast, that Critical Role did play a part in it as well. Because as I said, oh, absolutely, yeah. They they came along. And there was these famous voice actors that everyone on, online big big following. Yeah. So we got the three of them. So we'll go yeah. as Will Wheaton, Critical Role, and, and Stranger, Stranger Things. Things, and the Perfect Storm. Yeah. So like and now, Stranger Things has gone full circle as is now a comic book, mm-hmm. and has actually now got its new D and D book, D and D starter kit. Yep. Um, and more fantasy, high fantasy stuff. Uh, issue four, Fair Lady. This is a cracking series. Um, highly recommend it. It's it's set in the same universe. It's about the same character, but each it's a it's a monster of the week type story. Okay, cool. So every issue is a standalone, and it's a it's a chunky it's a chunky book. Um, but it's about uh, an investigator. She's kind of like a cop in a fantasy world. She's a former soldier, um, who left the war as the yeah. war because the war's over and it's now it's the world after the war, and she's now in this city area where she's like investigating murders and all this type of stuff. Same characters, reoccurring characters in every story, hmm. but each individual issue is a, is an individual tale. Oh, cool! And it's a really really good. Uh, first three issues are f- cracking, and this is the. Uh, this is the fourth issue. Like they, they put they put the, the blurb of, of each issue on the back. So it's like this is issue four. A client in an oversized cat mask hires fair lady Jenner Falls for a very personal case. An avid reader, he's frustrated that the mystery book he's reading is missing its final page. Huh. Initially, Jennifer balks at the rather petty assignment, but then she sees how much he's willing to pay. A fair lady's got to eat. So it's like, that's the type of stuff like it is, but it's all, like you can see the cover. Yeah, it's high fantasy stuff. It's it's yeah. really really good book to read. Actually, reminds me of because um in this week coming out is uh, Realm. I'm going to give you a line of that at some point. Yeah, it's a really really good series. It's mm. kind of like post apocalyptic fantasy type. I like it. Yeah, it's really really good. There's like basically guys they're 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 escorting this mage, and they're being pursued by this demon and stuff. But they've got like assault rifles and fucking shit like in this yeah. box with fucking gold. It, it's fucking it's really good. It's kind of Shadowrun but a bit more Mad Maxi. Oh yeah, that's cool. It's a lot of fun. I'll be down with that. But uh, also coming out this week, we have Batman Last Night in Earth, part two. See where the rest of this madness is going. Um, <laughs> then we have Batman Secret Files, number two. The Batman Who Laughs, the last part. So that's the seventh so issue. it's a lot of Batman. A lot of Batman. And then there's also Death Head, number one. The cover for that is fucking it's gorgeous. Phenomenal, isn't it? <laughs> oh my the God. The cover is brilliant. The Nick cover is beautiful. Yep. Beautiful colours on it as well. Yeah, McRae's doing the connecting variant on that as well. And then we've Goon, number five, which is... Interesting because Goon number four hasn't come out yet. Okay. They, they kind of sent it out early. Sent out five early? Yeah. So we should be getting four, but we actually got five. Interesting. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's, it's definitely so a Aaron choice. So was like, uh, yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, about that. <laughs> so when's four dropping? A week after. <laughs> a couple Jesus weeks after. Christ. It's fucking amazing. Um, but then we have Joe Hill, uh, The Cape Fallen, number four, last part of that, which has been delayed for fucking God knows how long. Um, Lazarus Risen number two Manor Black number one Powers of X number one uh, Secret Warps Iron Hammer Star Wars AOR special Spawn 299 the lead up to issue 300 um, and Stranger Things number six. Oh, and uh, we got a couple more interesting toys in this week as well we're finally getting our uh, nano gauntlets oh cool the, um, and it's the other hand so if you have the one to one scale uh, Hasbro um, Infinity Gauntlet you put the nano gun on the other hand. You got two giant hands to bat the people. Jeez. Yep. All the light up and swishy swishy noises. Um, but we're also getting in the Black Series BT1 and Chopper. And BT1 is the baddie R2-D2 unit. All right. I have to, for a second there, I thought that was the thing from Titanfall. I think is it BT1? Either he's the R2 unit or he's the... No, C-3PO is the tree zero. zero right. Zero. Yeah, they're basically an evil version of R2-D2 and C-3PO. From, from the Dr. Dr. Aphra. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah so i think that's that's all the, the oh no shit the overwatch figures are coming in as well holy fuck so we're getting in uh lucio mercy para farah is it farah i don't play overwatch i don't know farah isn't it yeah farah uh anna and soldier whatever is number 47 27 76 that one yeah and uh sombra <laughs> i tried playing overwatch it just didn't stick it's not it's, it's not warframe it's so. a lot of fun yeah it's a lot of fun and you can't fault blizzard's art design oh it's beautiful it's a gorgeous looking yeah. game and i want to see like the um the cutscenes the anime cutscenes phenomenal yeah there's little short movies and stuff of the intro game of the characters yeah. yeah really good really really good stuff um oh and the art books are pretty good oh yeah we're also getting the destiny comic collection volume one really yep thought that would get you yeah there's always one that I torment you but I left that to the end is that the hardcover yes how much is that dropping uh, that is going to be a million billion euro win <laughs> 20 quid probably that's good yeah. yeah chalk us down for that one of course because the Destiny comics are good there's some good people doing it and it's it's, it's a game that you always want the backstory of because the story the lore for that game is phenomenal yeah it's just a shame that it took them that long to put it into the fucking game you know it's going free to play very soon isn't it it's going free to play in September I think mm. um, which is fine they're all going that way um, it's a better model, man. Warframe led the charge on that one. It did. In fairness, well, okay, other games have done it, but I think Warframe has done it the best. No, Warframe. Warframe started a lot of it, and Destiny aped a lot of Warframe. A lot of those games did. They aped Warframe for a lot of it. Yeah, um, it's going to come full circle though, because Warframe is now aping every other game. Like with it the, is what it, the newest it, update that's coming out. You're going to have the Revenge or the Rival system, whatever you call it, from mm-hmm. Shadows of Mordor. Yeah, um, and they're putting in. Like fucking loads of mad crazy. Like literally, just taking a little bits from everything. Well, they game. they've taken stuff back from Destiny with the um the kind of the hubs, the the, the social hubs, not social hubs, but the area hubs where you go to for vendors and shit. Oh, they've been there for a while. They've been there for a while, but Destiny had that back in Destiny One, and that's kind of like the what tower and stuff. Have had them before? No, no, because I played Warframe on the PlayStation. No, because like you know, long PC, after Destiny, we have to check that in because then they had they those hubs, and what they did was they actually ran events where the hubs were being attacked. Nobody gave a shit and a regular hose got blown up. No way. Yeah, so like, shit, we didn't know we had the fucking really, really, ah, uh, balls. So they did an event there recently where they brought one back. But as a community, we had to rebuild the fucking thing. Mm. It was really fucking cool. So I hope they bring a few other ones back as well. Well, no, just the, ones that, the one that I've seen, the one on Earth, say, for example, or the one that's a prison in space. Prisons. So it's one where the a lot of the cyborgs are kept under indentured servitude oh Fortuna yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, I love the intro to Fortuna the oh, music was fucking yeah. savage I'm on wait when you finish out that campaign and you find out what's really going on there yeah fucking hell it's dark but that's what I'm saying like there's a lot there that when I first played Warframe none of that was there yeah and Destiny then came so along me, how long does it take me to steer this, this conversation to Warframe about 12, 15 minutes or so <laughs> Um, but um, when I played Warframe first it was just shooty shooty Killy Space Killy. Ninjas. Space Ninjas. Yep. Tenos, oh, yeah. That type of stuff, right? Then... Oh, my. Well, Sorry, then, I went full to cool, Yeah. Then they upgraded it a fair bit, but Destiny had already come out at that point and yeah. had all the hub stuff. Then I, I went back to on the PS4 there recently and I played it. I played. I had a character he was quite high level. Not a hugely high level, but of a decent level. Uh, I'd played through a, a bit of it. Yeah. I'd gotten through at least three planets, hmm. right? I didn't have to go back and do these hub parts because I hadn't done them before. Oh with yeah, this character. that unlocks the area. You got you got like mini boss fights. And yeah, stuff. mini boss fights and then quests on those things areas to go find things I can release prisoners over here and do all this shit. Yeah. That wasn't there the first time I went through it, so yeah. I was having to go back and do that stuff without really any context. It's like what the fuck is this shit? It's confusing. Yeah. It does kind of throw you a little bit of loop if you're a returning player, right? Yeah. I had that. 
because there was the whole um i was able to mod my things way before and then when i got back in you have to get the mod station you have to repair your ship yeah before you can do it and i'm like wait a minute what why have i got this attached oh, to my leg what's piss? going on yeah i can't do shit yeah it's like why 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 am i it's like fucking you know like you're under house arrest or something yeah you got your little tag on yeah and like, you get that thing no, off that's for you to do get that tag off so <laughs> good behavior but, but yeah have you seen the have you seen the um the intro video they did no they've, they've finally released the intro for the game yep nice six years in yeah <laughs> but like i mean you like that's what i'm saying it's, it's still awesome. going six years in and there's still a huge community of players there oh, yeah. and well they're heading towards their one million i think they're one million subs on <coughs> which you think it is they're going towards there's some there's some push to a million at the moment they're doing um i subscribe to it on all platforms so i have no idea what it is i'm just like I've, oh we're going to a million i've probably done it already lads, so. i've played i've played on the pc mm. i played it on the playstation 4 and now i'm playing it on the switch Cool. And it plays really well. And on you the can Switch. copy your um, no. It was oh, you can think you can copy your PC profile over. I think you could PC profile maybe, but mm. the, the PS4 one. I I looked to see if I could transfer the PS4 one to the Switch, and I was like, Mm-mm. yeah, no. I think they allow you to bring it from the PC to the consoles, but that's it. it that's it's it. tied to the console. I think. Yeah, so. um, I did that initially with my PC to PlayStation. Ah right. So. Um, when so you I, can't play on the PC anymore then you can make a new character do you? I've never gone I haven't gone back to the PC version I've stayed on the PS4 version and then now the Switch version with a new character yeah Um, and I'm, it plays really well on the Switch I have to give it props it does it looks great yeah it's fluid there's no slowdown there's no lag and that's in, that's in portable mode yeah you know once you've got Wi-Fi connection you're away in a hack wait till Gauss comes out and say oh that plays now yeah 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 because he's all about fucking speed. Like, it, apparently his burst, he can run across water and shit. Ooh. So, like, super fast. Yeah, but, like, the lower level that I'm at on the Switch, which is low enough, is... It's working fine. Nice. And then I've got the Frost suit on the PS4. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, which is cool. Because I'm just freezing to his last one. Yeah. Hey! Um, like, the, the PS4 version, I've got straight back into it. Like, once yeah. I got past that initial, like, what's the fuck? Mm. And then you got past that bit, and you were just doing the exact same shit. I but think I have every frame at the moment. I have got something like, I think I've got three frames. Yeah, I think there's about maybe 50 odd. Yeah. There's a ridiculous. I might have a problem when it comes to Warframe. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, and it's easy enough to grind to get your shit. You've That's just got to know where yeah, to go. You just need to know where to go, because right now. And his wikis, they all help you with it. Yeah, yeah, no, I've looked up a few things online on YouTube and stuff like that. I had to say, I looked up, there was one thing I looked up on YouTube, I think I said this to you, there was a particular boss I got to, and I was like, I'm taking this guy down, right down, really far, but then he just keeps killing me at the last minute, how do I do it? And I was at it for ages, I'm like, fuck this guy, go on to YouTube, see what the crack is, see if there's any guides. Looked up a guide, found one, clicked on it, and it was like this five-year-old <laughs> saying this is how you get past this guy you gotta do this and then you go over here and make sure you got the ammo for th-. i was like fuck <laughs> kids telling you to play games yeah i was like whoa it's the age we live in man it is it is it is but the, the kid showed a video this is me taking him down in five <laughs> minutes and he's just saying bah, 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 bah. you're like oh for fuck's sake i spent two hours that you <laughs> It's like I'm so inadequate when it comes to gaming nowadays. It's like I can fucking put this kid in front of the dig and see how well he does. The prick. Get on Moonlighter. Moonlighter swapper. I'm on Moonlighter. I told you. Yeah, I got it I on the Switch. Talking to Cat earlier. That's what yeah, I was yeah. Trying to get her on, Moonlighter is a fucking cracking game. Cracking game. 
what else? Something else I want to talk about. This stupid fucking podcast. <laughs> it's going to be fucking head. I do have other books that are in my stash that I haven't picked up, but uh, they're like Asagi Ujimbo. That's really good. Cracking. Gogor, really, really good. Uh, nice little fantasy story. I think there's a problem with Usagi. I think it might be there's a, like a little bit of almost like embossing across the middle of the page. You can see the line. And there, see there, it's like a print error. Oh, yeah. It's through every single page. They're sending it to um, replacements. So. Are they? Yeah, I'll sort you out when I get it. I, you know me, man, it doesn't... It doesn't impair the reading of it. It's just if you're a collector, it's like, Jesus, there's a fucking embossed Yeah, line. you're not going to be able to get your, your dollar dollar for that if you want to no. collect it anyway. Um, all um, the Green Lanterns. All the Green Lanterns, all the Doctor Who's. That's what it was. I haven't talked to you about Picard. Picard? Yeah. Holy shit balls, man. Hoisted up by his Picard. Hoisted on his own Picard, yeah. That's... And initially, because I, I completely... I don't know why I keep forgetting the last movie. Right? Because it's Nemesis. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Data's in it. And then one of the guys was like, it's not Data. I was like, is it? oh, yeah, Holodeck. shit. It's not. No, it's not Holodeck. It's fucking, what's his name? No, it's not It's not before, before either. It is before. Isn't it? So there's the one in the drawer. Yeah, it's before. Right. And it, apparently they came out and said that that is not before. Huh? Brent Spiner came out on Twitter and then promptly had to take it down. Because so the one in the drawer isn't before? Apparently not. Who the fuck is it then? Well, appar- there is meant to be another one out there as well. Not lore. Right. But and also the data at the end of the trailer yeah. is Picard on the holodeck. Okay. That like I thought that was so fucking obvious. Yeah, I was kind of hoping it was going to be before the like I was going to try to keep you know telling them stories about data and yeah. let them know this is how he was. And, and maybe the, I'm wrong. Maybe it yeah. is data, or maybe it's data's consciousness. In, well, it, it can't be because he had a positronic brain. That guy hasn't got a positronic one. What before? He doesn't have a positronic. No, but you remember at the end of Nemesis when he started to sing. He probably has some of the memories, but he's not data man. No, he's not. Yeah. But Data's consciousness, they had, there's a backup of it there. And this is 20 years later. So they found another one, maybe? Maybe uh, they replicated the Positronic Matrix. Yeah, okay, I suppose they would have Noonie and Sung's notes somewhere, wouldn't they? Yeah. Okay. Right, go on. But I nearly swear that that is just, that's probably just a bit at the start of the episode where you see Picard on the holodeck on the old Enterprise reminiscing, playing cards with Data. All right. And then it's like, but it's it's a beautiful trailer piece. And oh it, yeah, it's it's perfectly punctuates the end of the trailer. Mm. But to me, I think it's it's too it's too easy. It's it has to be a hologram or it's some rendering of B four. Yeah. <laughs> but seven of nine. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Looking exactly the same. Yeah, Jerry Ryan hasn't aged at all whatsoever. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I really am. It's gonna be whopper, man. Um, it's gonna it's gonna ease this. Like it's gonna be a salve for the last series of fucking discovery. Apparently, discovery's now a thousand years in the future. Oh, fucking cock! Oh. So they can get away with they get away with not she, having to get worry away, about. She get away with putting burn in a fucking airlock and boosting her out the door. Send her out to get the robot chick. Bring the robot <laughs> chick back in. I need burn him floating the fuck off into space. The the thing about it is is that. The whole problem with Discovery, I felt... There's one problem with Discovery. It's called Michael fucking Burnham. Yeah. It's the whole problem with the fucking show. They have rested the the, the kind of the show on her shoulders for big big time, yeah. But I think... She can't, man, man, she can't fucking carry the show. She really can't. The characters... She's the Kirsten Stewart of fucking Star Trek, man. She has no fucking range. That's true. She's meant to be an emotionless human, though. She's fucking not emotionless, man. She has, like... When she kicks in emotion, it's it's like a fucking I don't know, 
It's like a toddler trying to be gr- like grumpy. You know when a kid tries to that's be angry? That's the point. She's trying to be, oh, look at me, I'm but so that's the, crappy. That's oh, the God. point. Like, this is what happens when a human's raised by Vulcans. Bucked, mate. When I think of what... No, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's fantastic. I get, no, I get that, I get that. But it doesn't feel like that. It just feels like she's shite. Yeah. She doesn't... Like, it doesn't feel like she's struggling with her emotions around. It just feels like she's a really bad actress. And she's not, though. That's the weird thing. She's is actually she, a good actress. She, when she was in Walking Dead, she was decent. And then they killed her off. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just... Predisposed to not liking her. I can't remember if they killed her off and walking dead or if she just left. I think they killed her off. But um <laughs> <laughs> anyone still watching the walking dead? I'm not. That'd be um much. so with Discovery I found that they were too caught up in having to adhere to canon because of the time frame they said it in. They adhered to canon? They had to, to a point. There was fuck all adhering to canon in that show. The first season they tried to. The second season, they were like, we're going to try and wrap a bit of canon around this, but nobody's ever going to mention this again. And then right, right at the end, man, at the end, like, the, end, the cop out where it was like, oh, they're giving their testimony and they have to say, nobody's ever going to... Let's give our spear ending. Yeah, like, yeah. It never happened. We'll never talk about it. Shh. Yeah. Shh. Like, terrible. Up. Terrible stuff. Might as well have woke up in a fucking shower. Yeah, exactly. But... That being said, it frees up season three to do whatever the fuck it wants. Like I said, it can fuck off. And I have a funny feeling, and this is just me fucking putting it out there, I think they're going to try and tie it into Picard. To give credence to Discovery. Really? Yeah. I think the whole point of Picard is going to be something to do with the Borg's future, or the Borg's end, that's going to impact on Discovery, and they're going to have some form of a crossover. But not necessarily with Picard in it, Mm. but it's going to be a case of... The storylines. Yeah, I, I wouldn't really know, but I wouldn't be too fucking pleased with it either. No, and that's the problem. You see, they can't. They need to give Discovery. The best thing about Discovery was um, Pike. Saru. Saru and Saru continues to be fantastic, but yeah. the best thing about the Lorca. last season was Pike. Lorca, Lorca was great Lorca about Lorca season Captain one. Captain, man. Yeah. Apart from the grooming bit that we won't, we will go off. We will forget about that. Mm. That was a bit weird. <laughs> but the Pike in season two mm. was great. Pike was phenomenal, man. And number one, we wanted more of her. Yeah, give like I would actually happily follow a show. And that's what I'm saying. Like people wanted more of the Enterprise crew. Yeah. They wanted a, a, a kind of a year one Enterprise show. Yeah. Um, but I thought your man was terrible as Spock. I yeah, thought he was, he was muck. pretty fucking terrible, alright. He was muck as Spock, so bad. Like yeah. he he spent most of the of the season as a mute when you did see him, and then when he did talk, you're kind of like shut up. Yeah, maybe it's just, it's the chemistry between him and Burnham was so bad. Yeah. It just it. He just like Nimoy had like Nimoy is Spock he obviously. Gravitas, you know. though, but even there as there was a thing about him, there was a a, Poise. a dryness about his Spock. Yeah. That even when he was being. Sarky, it was so dry. Yeah, you had a character like Bones to play off. Yeah, and you had Kirk in between them. There was no dynamic. Yeah, yeah. The dynamic, the and that's what playing off Burnham just didn't, didn't work. It just work. fell flat. Him and Pike though, there was a few moments. You put anyone with that actor who plays Pike, and yeah, it's pretty good. That's one of the reasons why Inhumans fell so flat as well. Because he wasn't able to talk. He wasn't able to fucking talk. Let's <laughs> get the most charismatic motherfucker in here. Shut, Shut up! up. <laughs> yeah, it's like ridiculous. So. <coughs> you know, people called for a year one Trek show based on the crew of the Enterprise at mm. that particular point. I'm like, yeah, great, that'll be lovely. Uh, maybe a mini series, but yeah. again, they will be Just so more Trek shorts. Yeah, we got a couple of them, I reckon. But they'll they're going to be so stuck with canon again mm. that they can't really go too far out of that. Yeah, and Pike oh. Pike only has it hasn't hasn't got an infinite number of episodes. Not left really. Him. No, he's got a very you know? short lifespan. He has. 
the um, which they obviously showed in Discovery. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Mm. Um, which bounced me to my next point. Um, and they well done. You called it Blade. Yeah. Marvel Phase Four, or Five, whatever yeah. the fuck Blades in. But mm. uh, and Ryan Reynolds teaser today. Phase Five. Oh yes, I'm fucking hoping too shy. I reckon, like I said to you previously, I think the multi Doctor Strange and the Madness of the Multiverse. Yeah, yeah. That's that's gonna be how they bring in all yeah, the other franchises. Yeah. That's where you get your Fantastic Four. That's where and the you... what if apparently the what if is a is an animated series. Is it? Yeah. Somebody said that to me. Now I don't know how much that's true. That makes sense myself, because but, you get it done for cheaper. But the likes of Rucker and everybody's coming back. So we're, yeah. get, we're getting more Yondu, which would be kind of cool. We might get to see the original uh, lineup of the Guardians. Well, it's the it's so like. easy to do in animation. Yeah. So easy to do. So. And like, yeah, like you, I think that's the best. A what if animated show will be phenomenal. Yeah. Because I had so many people ask me, what the fuck is what if? I was like, it's a yeah. series. Comics. Like, the, the one I remember was. Like what if Yondu never left the Reavers? What yeah. if he didn't? What if. What, what if, if Yondu, Yondu delivered Peter Quill? What if Yondu delivered Peter Quill? Yeah. That would be a fucking amazing story. Mm. I, I reckon that's probably how they're going to go with that as well, because that was the one defining part of him. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be fucking deadly. Like, there's, there's so many they could do, like. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> like, I remember the, the one, one of the, my favorite what ifs from the 80s or 90s was what if Wolverine was the king of the vampires? And it was a whole horror story of Wolverine and a vampire. All the X Men were vampires. Yeah, it's fucking savage. Like they could do it's 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 endless. Yeah, it's what fucking if the endless. Killed the Marvel universe. Yeah, <laughs> you know what if what if Fox never owned the X Men? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> There's your in right there. Fuck. What if Spider Man was never sold to Sony? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> some interesting fucking movies are. Yeah. Uh, Shit. What if the two producers of the Marvel Cinematic and TV universe were friends? Yeah. What if Taika Waititi didn't actually do fucking Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. You know? What if they actually did Malekith properly? <laughs> Still salty. Still, Still salty. Full of shade. Um, so yeah, there's there's yeah. so many possibilities there. And the, oh, the fucking Black Widow movie. Yes. Yeah. My fucking boy, Tasky. That's going to be... And it's a pre, is it a prequel? Yes. It's, it's a prequel. set after Civil War before... Um, or is it set after either Civil War or Infinity War? It's set after one of the wars. See, the problem with that... My, I always have problems with like stuff like that because there's no real danger to the character. You know she's going to come out of it alive. Yeah, I suppose there is that. But the added bonus of it is it's fleshing out the universe and we're getting to see more of their story and backstory. Like, we might get to see what happened. Like, we might even get to see Budapest. Yeah. We'll get a bit of that. Um, but apparently they're introducing Black Widow 2 in this one as well, Yelena. Okay. So we might see where that goes. That's down. Maybe it's going to be, let me tell you of a story of well, the original Black Widow. They're sitting in front of a fireside place. And then or could she be, was, it could be Hawkeye telling her the story. Or she could have been trained up with her. So they're going to have the two of them. And then she's fighting against her former teammate. Yeah. Who's got the same skill set she does. Maybe she's working with Taskmaster. Because Taskmaster is the main bad guy. Yeah. And he is, the concept art looks fucking amazing. It, yeah, it looks like solid. Is ish, like so, it's the same yeah. kind of tech level of that. Yeah, yeah. Fucking deadly. So super excited. So it's gonna have to be if it's after Civil War, then it's obviously post Hydra. Yes. So we won't have to worry so about post Hydra or post Snap. If it's post Snap, that could lead it to all sorts of fucking mad shit. Well, if it's post Snap, she's dead. No. Oh, sorry. No, you're right, Jen. Yeah. Sorry, the first snap. Yeah. She wasn't dead. She was. It led into that. Yeah. yeah. That would make sense actually if it was post snap. So shit's going down, going crazy. I don't. Th- would they to want to? Maybe they. Maybe they'll do a time jump. Well, they have a five year period to do. They shit do. Now, so. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm amazed they're not doing more stuff in that five year period. Yeah. 
Well, they might do. They might go back and fill in the blanks. Like, mm. Well, there's nothing to be said why they can't do that anyway. So, True. Who said it before or in and around it because they've had a history. They've obviously done loads of missions together. Yeah. So there's no reason why Hawkeye can't make an appearance in it as well. Or maybe it's before she joined the Avengers. Like, who fucking knows? Well, probably, it's obviously probably after the Avengers. Sorry, I don't know what I'm talking about there. But. Well, no, like, they could probably do a mix. Because they said it's after one of the movies, so it, it would be because she was in Iron Man 1 as part of the yeah, show. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. She was well established at that point. So they're not going to do her. It's not going to be a full-on backstory for her. No. It's going to be she's established, which is yeah. good. It's probably her on a mission with S.H.I.E.L.D. and then something happens and she's fighting someone and it's much the same with Cap and Bucky. There's that kind of fighting against S.H.I.E.L.D. like, hang on a minute. I know you. Ah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go down that bit, which probably lead to inevitable parallels and people bitching about it, but. It is what it is, but they're finally getting the Black Widow film, so yep. that's the main thing. And the rest of the fucking thing. Yeah. Hair Metal Thor. I just, as soon as I saw that font, yeah. I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah! It's going to be awesome. I don't know how he's going to follow it up, though, man. Like, that's... I think it's um, it's obviously going to be a love triangle of some sort. Yeah, and apparently we're going to get, um, what you call it, um, Jane Foster Thor in this Well, that's it's Jane Foster Thor, yeah, because yeah. he has um, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker, yeah. Yeah. So he has that. So, like, the, the hammer was, was with Cap. Yeah. So the hammer's with Cap. But the hammer's still going to get broken at that point with Hella, so what's... Unless the time stream gets fucked up. Well, the time stream is already fucked. Oh, Cap fixed it. Cap fixed it to a degree, but the ca- the hammer... he So when he came back at the end of Infinity, <laughs> at the end of Endgame, yeah. he didn't have the hammer with him, but he no, brought the he, hammer with him in time. Yeah, because he brought it back and he gave it back to Thor's mouth just after Thor got it. Did he? That was the, Well, that was the plan, I believe, so... Was it? Yeah, it was to put, it, put the stuff back where you got it. Put that thing back where you came from. So Put that me. thing back where it came from. <laughs> the whole plot of Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, no, I thought, because the, the, the whole the point of that was Cap was now worthy and the hammer was his. No, no, I, I was fully sure he was putting all the stones back and the hammer. That's the way, the gist I got from it. We shall see. Yeah. We shall see. Because I wonder if they're going to do the whole Jane Foster cancer storyline. Maybe that's why she was away from Thor. She was hiding it from him. Yeah. Could have been. Yeah. She knows what she could have come across in her research. And the whole point of it is that she's dying. Yeah. And the hammer brings her back. Yeah. And cures her in some way. When she becomes awesome. Lady Thor. Yeah. And also, are they going to ask... Here's the thing as well. Call, well, they can't be Lady Thor. Lady Thor is a different character. No, but she's like... Thor. Jane Foster is Thor. Sorry, I don't mean to say Lady Thor, but... Or now Valkyrie now. Valkyrie now, but she'll become Thor... Oh shit, there's already a Valkyrie. Oh, this is confusing. The, yeah, but the thing about Should it I is... just get her own fucking code That's now? the point, you see. <laughs> so the Love and Thunder will be a case of who's the right Thor there? Who's the rightful heir yeah. to the hammer? Because Thor has left Valkyrie in charge of New Midgar. Mm. Thor's fucked off at the Guardians Yeah. to seek whatever the fuck because they're looking for Gamora. Yeah. Jane Foster is, who knows where she is, but the thing about it is, is that Natalie Portman, no offence to her, she's a twee little thing. Yeah. So are they going to ask her to bulk up as Thor? Because oh when God, when Jane Wonder Woman CGI yeah, that shit, so when, be when Jane Foster becomes Thor in the comics, she is she yeah exactly like I have like the, the She-Ra cartoon like that was really exactly. good the way she was like the well she wasn't a small small person but she was still just like an ordinary warrior yeah then she got the sword and all of a sudden she's like fucking another three or four foot tall fucking yeah. massive she's like, an Amazon yeah so. Are they going to do that with Jane Foster's Thor? Are they going to recast Thor as somebody else? When she's Thor, she's going to be like Gina Carrera. And then when she's Jane Foster, she's Jane Foster. Yeah, that'd be weird. Do you know what I mean? Because like, I mean, you saw even in the pictures that they released, the video that they released of her getting the hammer off Taika. Yeah. She's, no offence to her, but she's a small lady. Yeah. Now, and they, they, when she was in Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones and stuff, they had to CGI up her abs. Oh, really? I think. 
I could be wrong, maybe, but I heard something that they she she worked out and stuff. But I know they had the CGI on nips. Okay, how it does? They, they released an action figure of like of the thing, and they had to basically sand down the nips on the action. Figure. Smuggling peanuts. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, matter, it's it's one of those fucking figures that you occasionally you get this weird sweaty dude coming and going. Do you have the Perky Padme figure? I'm like, no, mate, we don't. Do Jesus know? Christ. And the fact that it's called Perky Padme is terrible. Huge in Japan. Oh, massive. Up the Bishoju statues. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually, incidentally, we got in the. Uh, <laughs> that brings me. No, no. We got in the Pinkie Pie, My Little Pony Bishoju statue, right? Oh, God. Now, now they did they did a line of them for Mass Effect, right? And they got in a lot of trouble for that. Because. That's the one for of, of, of uh, Talia. And Liara, yeah. And Liara. And they were just like Liara, they just fucking went, oh, let's just tile up the boob fucking thing there to 10. Just gave her a massive rack and it looked ridiculous. They just over sexualized the character. Who was already Tally uh, was the arse. The arse was huge. Well, no, like with um, Liara, she was already wearing a tight cat suit anyway. You didn't really need to do much to it anyway, lads. Yeah, it's pretty much alluring as it is. But no, they had to basically jack up the old boobies, and uh, it just it went too far. And there was a big fan backlash about it. So when they did um, Tally, they did it a bit more tactfully. <laughs> like they actually put the gun up where she's holding it close to her chest. Yeah, but so she's she's got that twisty it. turn oh, on her with her bum. She's got like the the movie arse yeah. pose going on. Yeah, but. They've also brought out um, an Ikemen version where they've got like Batman, they've got Robin. I've seen that one, yeah. They've got um, actually three Robins. Damien, I think, is a bit weird. He's still only a kid, lads. Like, seriously. But their latest wave of figures they're doing are My Little Pony. And they've done... I don't know if I want to see these. No, this is where it gets interesting because they didn't. Interesting would not be the word. No, because they've done an homage to the Equestria Girls as well. So they're basically the, the girl form of the pony. But it comes with the pony as well. But they haven't hypersexualized it. They've made it this kind of bubblegum 80s kind of fucking thing. Like, as if we can get your picture while we're waffling here. And if you're at home listening, which you probably don't heard, but just <laughs> Google, be shows you uh, Pinkie Pie. And uh, be shows you, it <laughs> means, it's Japanese for sexy girl, I think it is. Yeah, I'm not a fan of those statues. Because they, they did a run on... They've they the, the same horror ones as well. They the did horror ones, which are... Pinhead, I'm, they've done Chucky, they've done Jason Voorhees. They did Freddy, oh, they, which I had a huge yeah. problem with, because Freddy's a fucking pedophile. No, they did Tiffany, okay? So t- Tiffany kind of works. That's the only one of the whole line. The Hellraiser, if it was just a Cenobite, it'd work, because it's kind of cool the way they designed the... She's standing on the lament configuration, but it's the in, it's an inside out version of it, so it's all flesh on the inside. Sure, her heels are actually a spike through her ankle and out through the foot. What does, is it the so, female centipede? The female? No, no, it's it's, actually it's pinhead. pinhead. Yeah, that's right, the right. problem with it because it's pinhead. Yeah, yeah. But if it was just a female centipede, it'd be a great figure. Yeah. But my head canon is like, no, the head, pinhead is a character in his own right. Yeah. He's not any of the female centipedes, so um, shows you Pinkie Pie. But yeah, like I said, they've got like a, a whole line of these figures out and they're actually all, they've been done very well because the characters actually look like a good enough representation because my, my niece is into My Little Ponies, my daughter was into them for a little while and we, we sell the comics in the shop so I'm, I'm familiar enough with the characters to recognise them. But like I said, Pinkie Pie is just this, it's pure 80s man, it's like fucking, what you call it, um, what's that fucking, what's that, Rainbow Bright. Yeah. It's very Rainbow Bright. Well, My Little Pony was 80s. Yeah. But it is that is, but like it's. I'm trying to get this thing to open up a picture, but it's not. You can see yourself there. Oh yeah, she she looks like a Harajuku girl. There you go. But it's not overly sexualized. It's not fucking no. hyper tittied up to the nines. No. It's actually a really fucking cool statue. It's a, she looks like a Harajuku girl. She's the dress, the yeah. flurry dress, the whole lot. Like, that's yeah. And then you've got the pony in front of them. So the pony, of, yeah. With the pony and the character. So okay. They're actually not shit. They're they're surprisingly decent. So, 
Um, yeah, I was quite impressed with those toy lines. Oh, we also got in the... I'm on toy line mode now. <laughs> All the news from SDCC is coming out. We got the fucking, what you call it, the um, Sith Troopers from the new Star Wars. Everyone's going nuts over these things. Oh my God, they're amazing. Basically, it's, it's an upgraded version of the First Order armor. Yeah. But it's got, like, there's much more texture than layering in it. The armor's fucking solid as fuck. They've got different versions of the blasters. Like, they... What sold me most on it is they have... Essentially, it's a modern tactical version of an original Stormtrooper blaster. So it's got a snub nose, tighter barrel. It's got a tighter stock on the side. <clears throat> or sorry, the clip on the side is, is tighter and smaller. It's got what looks like a fold-out bipod on the front. It's just this really badass tactical-looking Star mm -hmm. Wars blaster. So it's 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 almost like the M4 or MP5, if you will, of Star Wars blasters. <clears throat> and then the armor, like I said, it's much more textured and tactile. Or tactile, like there's there's lots of ridges in it for obviously for deflecting laser blasts. Yeah. So these guys are going to be the cream of the crop. Of You're probably the going to see them for five minutes, and they're not even in the movie. Yeah, it'd be nice to see like you know a squad chasing people as we're going through, or getting to see like maybe like the Tie Fighter squadron that they had, like actually give them a bit of a persona on each character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's probably not going to happen. But it's they like, are badass. Like, they released the Hot Toy and the Black Series. Nice. Them. There's um there's already backlash for Rise of Skywalker because. For donkeys, they've teased the uh, Knights of Ren. Yeah, why didn't they just call it the Knights of Ren? And the thing about it is, is that the Knights of Ren are now getting their backstory explained in the comic book. So they're not putting them in the movies. Wow. They're not putting... So this this was announced there, I think it was in the last week or so. Uh, that's that's actually yeah. pretty disappointing. Like. So it's a case of... They announced, Marvel announced, oh, the Knights of Ren are going to get their own comic book series explaining their origin story. So, technically, you can take it as canon if you want to, but it's not going to be shown in the movies. So, I don't even know if we're going to get to see the Knights of Ren in the movies, because they teased them for... Um, Unless the Knights of the Knights of Ren are off doing this shit with the Emperor, and they're either resurrecting him or bringing him back to life. Maybe, but again, or, see, the fan theories always turn out to be better than what we get with I'm these. I'm still things. hoping it's fucking what's-his-face. Oh, fucking what's-his-cocking-name. Darth fucking... Maul? No. It's not Sifo-Dyas, is it? Plagueis? Plagueis, yeah, I'm hoping to start Plagueis. My, in my mad crazy out there theory is when Palpatine was Palpatine, Plagueis took him over. Plagueis put his essence into him and that's how he stays sure. alive. So he's hopping into him. So he was in the Emperor, then he hopped from the Emperor into Snoke, and then from Snoke into somebody else. So he's been looking for his perfect vessel. That's why he was training up Anakin. But then Anakin went and got his stupid arms and legs chopped off a la fucking high ground. Yeah. So then he was like, shit. He's got a son. Right, I'll train the son up and I'll get that body. Oh shit, now that Anakin bollocks has fucked me down a lift shaft. Prick. Back to the fucking same again. So he's trying to find the descendant of the Skywalkers. So that's why Snoke wanted Kylo to bring in Rey, if Rey is a descendant of the Skywalkers, which we pretty much assume she is, so we could get her as a vessel. Mm. So we don't know. Like We don't know where that's going to go. Where again, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting fan theory. It but would be awesome, but it's yeah. probably not going to pan to one. But that, that's my own crazy out there theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, the, the internet is, is rife with fan theories and they all seem to be better Star Wars films than the, the sequel, just the, the trilogy that we've gotten so far. Yeah, well, like I said, the last movie had its fucking ups and downs, roller coaster all over the fucking shop, wheels coming off, bollocks. But hopefully JJ is going to get some semblance back in this one. Well, JJ owes us a good Star Wars film. I mean, I the more, the more you watch it. Force Awakens, I, the more it just becomes a homage to A New Hope, which is I, fine. I enjoy the shit. Out no, of I it. enjoy yeah. it, and it's it's it's. I I watched. I've rewatched it more than I watched. I've watched the Last Jedi three times, and that's it. Yeah, I've only done it twice. And so I, I didn't even bother buying it on Blu-ray. Hmm. I bought Force Awakens on Blu-ray as soon as it came out. Didn't even consider. Like I said to Irene, I said I'm not even going to buy touch that. 
not even gonna touch it. Yeah. Not even gonna go near. Um, we'll see what Rise of Skywalker. No, I will say this: the trailer gave me the feels. Yeah. Those Star Wars feels that the trailer for Last Jedi. But I I said this online. I said, look, the trailers for the new trilogy are everything we expect from a Star Wars film. The people that make these trailers know what we want yeah, yeah. and they market them to us knowing what we want. Mm. But then the final product isn't what we want. Well, Solo was deadly. Solo was great, but nobody mm. went to fucking see it. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I didn't go see it. I Because I, that was at the time where Amelia was just born, so I had to settle for getting it for home release. Yeah. Um, so I, thor- I thoroughly enjoyed Solo. Really enjoyed Solo. I said it before, the only films that are decent out of this new run of Star Wars films have been the standalones. Yeah, Rogue, Rogue One, One was good for all its faults, Whopper. for all of its re-edits or whatever the fuck we missed on the on the, the, the chopping room floor. Yeah. I enjoyed Rogue One and I have watched, watched it multiple times. Solo was the same. I've watched Solo a couple few times as well. Yeah. I will not revisit Last Jedi. Even when Rise of Skywalker comes out, I can, brush up, I can skip it. I don't need to brush up. <laughs> There's nothing in it that I need to remind myself of. I think the only thing I'll watch again is the bit where Ryan Johnson is, is consoling Mark Hamill because he's broken. Yeah. That bit actually gets me every time. More than Luke fucking disappearing or fading away, the fact that Mark Hamill broke down on set and you might have gone, no, it's okay, it's okay, Mark, it's okay. You fucking prick making Mark Hamill cry. Yeah, Mark Hamill has become a, a, an international treasure since yeah. the new trilogy has Few come people out. forget the fact that he hated the fandom for a while. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he turned on us for a bit. I know. There was a moment where he wanted none to do this. He yeah. was like, no, fuck off, I don't want to do Star Trek. Leave me All alone. actors... Star Wars. Yeah. All actors... It's a Star Trek. It's right? a Star Trek. It's because in my head, I'm actually, I don't know, it's more Star Trek. Yeah. All I was only the- talking to the nipper because there was an episode of The Flash, I'm going to go on a little tangent now, Yeah. where there's a bit where, um, in season four, where Wells... We think we're going to lose him, but then he comes back and he gives the iconic, you know, I have always and will always be your friend. Yeah. That line. And I was like, oh God. And I was like, what? He goes, fucking Star Trek. And she's like, what? Yeah, those movies you don't want to watch because you think they're going to be boring. They're fucking great. She's like, oh, okay. And then Iris goes, Star Wars reference. Fucking dope. Fucking hate Iris. Carry on. Irene hates her as well, actually. Can't stand her. Boot. Every time you're watching the show, Iris comes in and Iris has to be fucking right. The fucking queen of exposition has to come in and fix the fucking story and Barry has to apologise for being a dick every time even though he's done nothing fucking wrong. That he knows of. Oh, Jesus. I fuck. Even my daughter at this point, every time Iris comes to the screen, my nipper turns to me and goes, oh, here she goes. <laughs> That's great. Of a 14-year-old young one just looking, oh, here we go, Diane. This weapon again, what? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. No, I, I have. we actually need to catch up on The Flash for the last season or so. What season are you? Four or five? I think we finished four. You, you've done the thinker. You finished that bit of you. The thinker, uh, yeah. Yeah. Guy in the chair. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Okay. Cool. Done. Right. So it's the following season. Yeah, we're about to start that now. Yeah. Because uh, we jumped off it for a while because of, like I said, Irish just annoyed us, and we thought it was the thinker who annoyed us. No. But then we went back and we're like, nope, it's not the thinker. It's Irish. I thought they did him very well, actually. He was actually yeah. yeah. Was, he was almost a bit as my daughter said. He went full Zamasu for a while. Yeah. If you watch Dragon Ball Super, Zamasu is like the worst fucking villain ever. I'm actually rewatching Z at the moment. Oh. Are you, are you doing um, not on, not a bridge I'm doing the full are you doing the full, full right? oh, I got them all having them on my phone you're not doing Kai no I'm watching oh, them wow. on my phone um, uh, commuting Jesus man so, that's a lofty fucking I just, I'm, I, just I, I don't know what it was I it's got like a grow 10 episodes of ah, yeah loads of that yeah. but I did I did. I, before I started doing that was at the shout we show she was you watching that show where everyone's shouting again yeah I introduced Amelia to it very quickly <laughs> just, just the first couple of episodes Kakarot all that type yeah. of stuff so she was Amelia for a while there was going Kakara 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 nice so it was kind of cool but um, but yeah it's just the whole that whole episode the two episodes we just flying over the desert Yeah. and he's like Kakarot yeah, 
Are you doing dubbed or subbed? It's dubbed. Good man. Yeah. I can't do subbed. No. I like Ge- subbed anime. No, I can't do it. I man. do. I like subbed yeah, anime. I can, I can generally do sub. I've no problem. But sub, sub Dragon, Dragon Ball. Ball. But the the voice acting in Dragon Ball. The past. There's so many different dubs no, of Dragon Ball Z as well. Fucking voice actor of Goku, man. I've like once again maximum respect. No disrespect intended to the ninety year old Japanese L one still doing his voice. Yeah. Still kicking at large. Her voice goes fucking true. Yeah. 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 Dial it down a notch, will you? Um. I did, I did, I forgot how annoying at the start though, um, the first, when you first meet, when Goku's Miller are looking for his son, what's his son's name again? Go on. Go on. Vegeta, Nappa. When, yeah, no, when the, when the kid gets lost at the very start of it, yeah, and yeah. he's trying to find them in the forest at the start, and the kid oh, goes yeah. off the waterfall, and, oh, the shit, yeah. and he's just like crying, I'm like, how the fuck, why would you bother? Let him drown, let <laughs> him drown. <laughs> You know, it's just you know, and then there's like the whole bit where he's like clinging onto the branch, like Daddy. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh fuck off. Yeah, Go- Gohan is a bit of a fucking. I know he's at the start. No, but even later on, like he gets really good, but then he's like, oh, I gotta go study. I'm giving up on this life. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? But Krillin is still. Krillin is man, yeah. Especially when it all happened, like the whole fucking with the android and his nipper and stuff like it. I gotta go back be a cop. Yeah. <laughs> fucking what? And it's I that's, he's his little tiny that's what I've, I've have Amelia saying that chilling like Krillin. Nice. We keep saying chilling like Krillin. Dead. Which is cool. But uh, yeah, no, I forgot how much I enjoyed that show. Man, Dragon Ball is amazing. Because I hadn't watched it in such a long time. Oh, you have you got the Dragon Dragon Rock the Dragon Team Chain as well? Then? I can't remember. Oh man, the American fucking version of it had this badass fucking metal. I have it on my f- well, yeah. after we're finished recording. Though, basically, it's it. like Dragon, Dragon, Rock the Dragon, Dragon Ball Z. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's fucking. I think wild. it is. I got a download of all of them. <laughs> nice. And it's just, and I've I've got them all saved on a hard drive home, and I'm just uploading them in as batches as I go onto my phone, so I can watch them on the commute in the morning. Basically, I do. Critical Role one morning, Dragon Ball Z the next morning, Critical Role, Dragon Ball Z, so on and so forth. Yeah. Break it up as you go. Because you can you piss through an episode. Like, the abridged ones are funny. Like no, I can't do abridged. No, but it's the piss take ones. Yeah, like, that's my I can't do them. I can't yeah. do Dragon Ball abridged. It annoys the piss out of me. I take my Dragon Ball very seriously. I know, yeah, yeah. So, no. Just, no. <laughs> I get pretty shirty, man. I just see the whole Vegeta and Alpha thing. I was like, shut up. No, don't care. Fuck off. No, yeah. I mean, shit. it's done by people who care. They love the show. I, mean, I get that. I 100% get it. It's just, it's not for me. No. I know. I, I understand that. I, I Sometimes when people take the pisses from stuff that I, I, I adore, yeah. it does bug me. I go, I go, sometimes I go with it, but this time I've gone the other way with this. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. have no truck with Dragon Ball Bridge. <laughs> no truck with it. Okay. Right. We're going to leave it there. Are we stop talking shit for a while. Yeah. That's oh, half seven. Perfect timing. Good timing. All right. Um, yeah, that uh, this is. Oh, we didn't even give an intro. Yeah, so we did the, an intro. Let me even say who we were. If you haven't actually listened to this podcast before, this is uh, me, Doc, and me, Wayne. Yeah, and uh, welcome and goodbye to the Geek Easy Talking Show podcast. Bye. <laughs>